among the topics that have gained in momentum, controversy, and great confusion, are gender and sexuality. You may have heard these are two separate areas, but they are not. They are one issue. You will read an article that shows how some say they are separate issues, but that is the twisting of words and ideas, to sweet a political agenda, and not a biblical, nor scientific one. These issues are not what they appear. There are individuals who say they can change the way God made them. What does this mean? This means some are stating they are God and have the authority, ability and right, to change from one gender to another. This is delusional, but also a spiritual battle. Evolutionary belief at times is at the foundation of this idea, with other very confused beliefs, and deep emotional, mental, and spiritual trauma. Let's begin. A gender bender. As hard as it is to believe, gender is under attack in the culture, world and in the church. Below is an article I want you to read. And while it does not represent every church in the Elka, it does show how far compromise has occurred. Article, Evangelical Lutheran Church in America Distributes Handbook on Sexual Orientation, Gender Identity, June 29, 2020 The Evangelical Lutheran Church in America has distributed a handbook on sexual orientation, gender identity and gender expression. According to the Christian Post, the handbook, Lutheran Introduction to Sexual Orientation, Gender Identity, and Gender Expression, helps all sexual orientations and gender identities. The handbook also defines gender identity as a person's innate, deeply felt psychological identification as a man, woman or another gender, which may or may not correspond to the sex assigned to them at birth. Gender identity is different from the term gender, which is typically used with reference to social and cultural differences rather than biological ones. Gender expression is defined as the external characteristics and behaviors that are socially defined as either masculine or feminine, such as dress, grooming, mannerisms, speech patterns and social interactions. These norms vary culturally. Finally, the handbook defines sexual orientation as the term used to describe what gender someone is physically and or emotionally attracted to. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, pansexual, queer, and straight are all examples of sexual orientations. A person's sexual orientation is distinct from a person's gender identity and expression. Some religious leaders have criticized the ELCA for being radical in its policies. In April, the ELCA faced criticism after posting a prayer on social media addressing God as Mother. Mother God, you have fed us with the nourishment of your spiritual food. Raise us up into salvation and rid us of our bitterness, so that we may share the sweetness of your holy word with all the world, the ELCA tweeted. From https colon slash slash www.christianheadlines.com slash blog slash evangelical lutheran church in america publishes handbook on sexual orientation gender identity.html utm underscore source equals christian headlines percent 20 daily and utm underscore campaign equals christian percent 20 headlines percent 20 daily percent 20 percent 20 crosswalk.com and utm underscore medium equals email and utm underscore content equals 34186871 and sit equals c32872fbf490708c39a2a739884b89f1 and recip equals 4875611152 percent 20. This is insanity. We see this in the culture, media and social media often, but this is taking place in the church. When we step away from truth, anything goes. When truth is rejected, truth will be mocked, and those who uphold truth will be targeted as the enemy. When the objective standards are rejected, only feeling is left to fill that void. This is what we see. This is all about how I perceive myself, or how I feel. It's not about biology, reality, science, or history, but is all about meism. From a biblical worldview, God is the Creator, and therefore, 
he sets the parameters, purpose, and roles for men and women, marriage, gender, sexuality, sexual intimacy, and life. To believe, say, teach, or promote something other than what God has designed, stated, and created is to reject His good creation, proclaim sin, error, and rebellion against Him as our Creator. Let's look at this. b. What the Bible says. The Bible is very clear, as is science. There are only two genders, and your gender is intrinsically linked to your sexuality. Male is male, and female is female. Even if politicians, doctors, or others can't define what a woman or man is, God made it clear. Genesis 1 26-27, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, according to our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over the livestock and over all the earth, and over every crawling thing that crawls on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God he created him, male and female he created them. Genesis 2 18-25, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone, I will make him a helper suitable for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every animal of the field and every bird of the sky, and brought them to the man to see what he would call them, and whatever the man called a living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all the livestock, and to the birds of the sky, and to every animal of the field, but for Adam there was not found a helper suitable for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and he slept, then he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh at that place. And the Lord God fashioned into a woman the rib which he had taken from the man, and brought her to the man. Then the man said, At last this is bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh, she shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. For this reason a man shall leave his father and his mother, and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked, but they were not ashamed. 1. Man. There is a lot in these verses, but for our topic, let's highlight a few things. Adam was made first. He was to be the lead servant and sub-ruler over God's creation. God made Adam from the dust and breathed life into him. God made Adam male. Physically, genetically, mentally, emotionally, and intellectually, God made a male first, and named him Adam. 2. Woman. God made Eve from Adam's side. She was his helper, or one who helps. She was to support Adam and help him fulfill his responsibilities and fulfill her responsibilities. Likewise, Adam was to take care of Eve, protect and provide for her, and help her fulfill her responsibilities as he fulfilled his. Eve was made female. Her genetics are female, her physical body was female, and had correlation and complement to the male, Adam, but was different. Her way of thinking, processing emotions, and more was different from Adam, because she was a woman. Applications, these differences still exist. But please don't tell others that women have an extra rib. That's not true. While sin has complicated things and caused problems, these distinctions are still biblical. No matter what culture, media, sinful people, or compromising and confused church leaders say, God made male and female, different by design for a purpose. God saw it was very good as you read in Genesis 1:31. This means that God's creation of Adam and Eve was very good in His sight, two genders and two sexes. They were made to complement each other and not compete with each other. My! What sin has done! See also Matthew 19:5, Mark 10:7-8, 1 Corinthians 6:16, 7-1-7, Ephesians 5:22-33, and more. The Bible speaks not only of marriage often, but male and female. See what science says. We hear a lot about following the science in certain circles from certain people. Yet, often, those who say this have denied what science says about gender and sexuality. 
Depending on whom you ask and which social media platform you are part of, if you set up a new account, you may have to choose one of 100 sexual orientations, or something like that. It is completely anti-biblical, and completely anti-science. Genetically, every cell in the female body has the female chromosome, and every cell in the male body has the male chromosome. You cannot change that. That is done at fertilization, which you have studied. Part of who you are as a human being, is as a man or woman, male or female. Your DNA is wound up in special structures called chromosomes, and humans have 23 pairs of them. But did you know that boys have one pair of chromosomes that is different from girls? Girls have two X chromosomes, but boys have an X and a Y chromosome. This doesn't make boys better than girls or girls better than boys. We are all made in the image of God. But it does make boys and girls different. Those differences are part of our DNA so they are right there from the start and can never be changed. 1. Part of the creation of Adam and Eve is that we were made in God's image. Question, what does that mean? Well, it is a massive subject, but in summary, it means we have the ability to communicate, have emotions, love, create, in a limited fashion, holiness, originally, to have relationships, know God personally, and more. While sin tainted this, and we are made in Adam's image, Genesis 5-3, we retain his image in each life. Thus the male-slash-female relationship would accomplish two tremendous purposes in terms of the divine image in humanity. First, by their own interpersonal relationship, they would experience some reflection of the interior relational life of the personal God Himself. This ever-deepening knowledge of who God is would enrich their life together, all the better equipping them to be God's image, as well as to do His will on earth in their own generation. And second, marriage would be the sacred channel for reproduction of those who would extend God's dominion to the ends of the earth in days to come. Two. When we reject God's created order, we deny, dismiss, and demean His image in man. In fact, to do so, is not just an attack on mankind, and men in particular, but a direct attack on God Himself. From there, let's look at biology. The biological differences between men and women go far beyond the reproductive system and secondary sexual characteristics. Women's bones are, on average, less dense than men's. Women have less muscle and more fat on their frames. Research suggests that women have better language skills and men are better at some types of math, though some of this has been attributed to differences in brain function, learning styles, and perhaps cultural expectations. Women's biology is so different from men's that doctors are now realizing they have distinctive heart attack symptoms and sometimes have different reactions to medication. Women's lifespans are, on average, a few years longer than men's. That the sexes are different regarding their bodies, their interests, abilities, and even their medical needs should not be surprising nor should it be a boasting point for those of either sex. 3. The Bible and science are clear, there are only two genders, male and female. They are distinct, but complementary. There are various reasons God did this, but is that what the world says? No. D. Confused sexuality. Part of the problems in our culture and world regarding gender and sexuality goes back to the 1960s and even before that, and yes, is connected to evolution. Sigmund Freud is often listed together with Charles Darwin and Karl Marx as the three men whose teachings have had the greatest impact on the modern world. Furthermore, both Marx and Freud acknowledge their indebtedness to Darwin. But Freud is even more an intellectual child of Darwin than Marx. Freud, in turn, is sort of grandfather of the modern sexual revolution, basing many of his libidinous teachings on the recapitulation theory as advocated by Darwin. 4. Other evil fruits of evolutionism are the modern promotion of homosexuality and the explosive increase of drug use. These movements are combined in this section because they are both tied in closely to the sexual revolution.
While both homosexuality and drug abuse have been present throughout history, they have largely been confined to pagan cultures, where pantheistic evolutionism was the underlying philosophy justifying them. With the sudden ascendance of Darwinian evolutionism in the West, however, these underground vices have become more and more prominent and acceptable even in Christendom, especially now that the materialistic evolutionism of the Darwinians is giving ground to the venerable pantheistic evolutionism of New Age philosophies and psychologies. 5. One way we see the promotion of different sexes or genders is within the concept of diversity. I'm sure you have heard this word. This term has been redefined to sweet an ungodly and anti-biblical and anti-scientific ideology. Let's explore this philosophy. The pervasive political erosion in all our countries of personal dignity, liberty and sacredness of life, called leftism by von Kunalt Ledeen, seems rooted in a denial of diversity in favor of bureaucratically enforced identity, the herd instinct or egalitarianism. The harmonious diversity God created and pronounced very good shows us a better and true basis of thought and life, an alternative to personal meaninglessness, or nirvana, and to political totalitarianism. Personal significance and political liberty are ultimately founded on God's goodness expressed in the diversity and harmony of the created order. 6. What does this mean? It means the popular definition used today for diversity, is grossly wrong. God created diversity in creation, and this diversity, originally, worked in harmony. Think of Adam and Eve. They were two different genders, living and working in harmony until sin entered. Then the battle began. We can also see this in the animal world. Before sin, animals did not kill and eat one another. But they too, lived in harmony, among their diversity. Sin changed this of course. But when we, as a culture, reject God's diversity, we create our own definition, which twists his creation. The forceful way diversity is being pushed in media is not diversity, but homogeny. This is the idea that we are all the same and to fix the problems of society, we need to have uniformity, at least based on what elites tell us. One example where this is seen is in gender and sexuality. I'm going to quote a different article to give you an idea about this in the culture, and how confused people are. People tend to use the terms sex and gender interchangeably. But, while connected, the two terms are not equivalent. Generally, we assign a newborn sex as either male or female, some US states and other countries offer a third option based on the baby's genitals. Once a sex is assigned, we presume the child's gender. For some people, this is cause for little, if any, concern or further thought because their gender aligns with gender-related ideas and assumptions associated with their sex. Nevertheless, while gender may begin with the assignment of our sex, it doesn't end there. A person's gender is the complex interrelationship between three dimensions, body, identity, and social gender. Body, our body, our experience of our own body, how society genders bodies, and how others interact with us based on our body. Identity, the name we use to convey our gender based on our deeply held, internal sense of self. Identities typically fall into binary, for example man, woman, non-binary, for example, genderqueer, genderfluid, etc., or ungendered, for example, agender, genderless, categories. The meaning associated with a particular identity can vary among individuals using the same term. A person's gender identity can correspond to or differ from the sex they were assigned at birth. Social gender, how we present our gender in the world and how individuals, society, culture, and community perceive, interact with, and try to shape our gender. Social gender includes gender roles and expectations and how society uses those to try to enforce conformity to current gender norms. Each of these dimensions can vary greatly across a range of possibilities and is distinct from, but interrelated with, the others. A person's comfort in their gender is related to the degree to which these three dimensions feel in harmony. From, 
https colon slash slash www.genderspectrum.org slash articles slash understanding gender. People say gender is a spectrum and it depends on how you identify yourself. Another online comment was, I think there's a lot of misinformation about gender, because most people think different genders exist in their own crystallized orbs separate from each other, but this isn't the case at all. Gender runs from man to woman, with infinite gradations in the middle. HTTPS colon slash slash www.quora.com slash are there 71 genders. Here are questions you can ask, when it comes to this, says who? Based on what? Where's the science behind this? What about what God made? Be prepared to be hated when asking these questions. Gender and sexuality are linked. God defines gender and sexuality. The culture does not. Please note the underlying idea behind all of this. I determine my gender or sexuality, not God. You do not determine your gender or sexuality. You are either male or female. You were born genetically and physically as one of two genders, linked to your sexuality, originally made in God's image. Again, any and every denial or attack on the sexuality of humanity, is an attack on God, in whose image we were made. This is why it is such a major issue. While there are political and cultural undertones, at its core, the rejection of biblical gender and sexuality is a rejection of and rebellion against God. This is a spiritual battle. If it was about real science, then this wouldn't be an issue. While in part there is a lot of money made in this industry, there is a war against God, His Word, and the structure which He put in place, in the family, church and society. The way someone changes is because of the gospel and their faith in Jesus, and accepting who God made them to be. Here is the core issue. If you reject God and replace Him with another belief that puts chance and random processes in the place of God, there is no basis for right or wrong. Rules become whatever you want to make them. There are no absolutes, no principles that must be adhered to. People will write their own rules. It must be understood that our worldview is built on our starting point, either God's word or man's word. 7. So, what is the answer? For that, like everything else, we go to God's word, and get back to a biblical model. E. Roles of men and women. A. In the family. God has ordained men as leaders in the family. Biblically and historically this has been the case until the 20th century. In some cases, like for single moms, there is no man in the picture. This is where the church and men in the church should step up and step in to be a model and mentor to the children of the single moms. Applications, Ephesians 5:25. Husbands, love your wives, as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Dash men are to sacrificially love their wives. It's not enough to say, I would die for her. We must also say, I will love, and live with, and for her, in a healthy way. He tells her and shows her his love in ways meaningful for her, and his children. Yes, he works to provide, and protect, but this is not just financial, but also emotional, sexual, and sacrificial. Women have their roles, which are underrated by some, and over-elevated by others. When women are the ultimate authority in a home, great damage is done. Our society is evidence of that. When a woman rules the home, one. The man becomes lazy, apathetic and doesn't do what he needs to do. Two. The man becomes angry and seeks an escape through drugs, alcohol, pornography, or work. 3. There can be a combination of these. His personality may not be as strong as his wife, but he still needs to be the leader. That is his God-given role. Does this mean he is a dictator? No. Does this mean he never listens to his wife's counsel or advice? No. He is wise to listen. Are these excuses for him to be irresponsible? No. At times a woman needs or wants to work outside the home. But her God-given calling is to be a wife and mother first, 
If there are kids involved, she and her husband should discuss this and decide together. Ephesians 5:22. Wives, submit to your own husbands, as to the Lord. Not a popular verse, but it's what Scripture says. Yes, it is hard, but this is God's will. Yes, it is a choice, but it is also God's command. This does not mean you allow abuse. No. This is a military term where someone lines up under the authority or leadership of another. It has nothing to do with having less value or anything like that. Paul sums this up in Ephesians 5:33. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. This is a wonderful summary. Men need respect, and women need love. God knows that and has told the respective spouse to treat the other in the way they need, and the way they sense and see, love. I know there are a lot of problems in families, and in Christian families. I'm not saying only men should work and women should stay home, oppressed as a slave to their husband. No. Not at all. But when we do what God says, we see His blessing. B. In the church. Paul uses creation in 1 Timothy 2 8-15 as the foundation for stating men are to lead the church. While men and women have their natural talents and spiritual gifts, and everyone has a place to serve, God has given the primary leadership role to men. C. In society. There are cultures in which the roles look different. In America, men and women can share most jobs, doctor, lawyer, CEO, manager, cleaner, hairstylist, makeup artist, director, author, and more. While there is freedom in society for different roles, we have seen a large shift away from male leadership to female leadership. This has caused problems in various areas of culture. In the past, there were some horrible and unbiblical views towards women. But that has changed and while there has been some positive movement towards a more biblical model, there has and continues to be, a more extreme view in the world when it comes to men's and women's roles in the family, church, and society. The world is growing more rebellious against God, His Word, gender, and the roles of men and women. If we stand for what God says, then we will be attacked, mocked, called all sorts of names, and more. The question is, will I stand for truth in the face of persecution? The cure is not through political means, or passing laws, though we should vote for righteous laws. While Christians should be involved in those things, the only solution to the confusion of gender and sexuality, is to understand a biblical definition of the image of God and have and live out a biblical worldview. Those of us who claim Christ, must understand what Scripture says about these topics. This is just the tip of the iceberg on the importance and discussion of these things. If you are a Christian, do you have a biblical view of gender, sexuality, male, female and God's image? Do you have a biblical view of marriage? Do you have a biblical view of your role as a man, woman, husband, wife, father, mother, and can you share that with others? I encouraged you and challenge you to be equipped. So, what can we do as Christians to help those who struggle? First, we need to love them, and everyone else. Treating someone like a person is crucial in them overcoming any sin that has them in its grip. Second, we need to lovingly tell the truth without compromise. Within this, here's a short quote from an article about a transgender teen who came to Christ and was transformed. This is an outline of what her parents expressed to her over a long period of time, along with showing her love, and teaching the truth. First, God is the Creator, and we are the creatures. That means we don't make our own identity, we receive it. Second, God did not split our souls and our bodies but knit us together as whole people. He doesn't mash together male minds and female bodies, or vice versa. And third, God sets our sex into our whole bodies, maleness and femaleness are written into biology from chromosomes to hormones to anatomy including our sex organs and brains. For this reason, our physical bodies are our guide for gender. Our gender expression, 
being a brother or sister, wife or husband, father or mother, coincides with and arises from our physical bodies. 8. Sharing the gospel, living it out, and helping someone overcome the emotional, mental, and spiritual struggles takes time. That person must accept how God made him or her. In our world, when someone wants to transition from one gender to another, there is an emotional cult that praises them, from politicians, to people online, and even in person. They are praised for their bravery to stand up, often against the system of oppression, and tell others what they want to do and how they define themselves. But at the core, it is sin, and this individual needs Jesus. There are additional resources mentioned to help you to help them. Additional resources. Books and more. Quick Answers to Social Issues, Brian Osborne. The Gender and Marriage War, Various. The Truth About Same-Sex Marriage, Erwin Lutzer. Someone I Love is Gay, How Family and Friends Can Respond, Anita Worthen and Bob Davis. Sacred Sex, Tony Evans. On the Meaning of Sex, J. Bujashevsky. The Transgender Agenda, A Scientific and Compassionate Response, DVD https colon slash slash answersingenesis.org slash store slash product slash transgender agenda slash sku equals 39865 are people born gay dash dvd https colon slash slash answersingenesis.org slash store slash product slash are people born gay slash sku equals 39815 websites and articles https colon slash slash www.loveandrespect.com, Love and Respect Ministries. https colon slash slash answersingenesis.org slash family slash gender slash biology gender slash. Greater than from gay to gospel, the fascinating story of Beckett Cook. https colon slash slash answersingenesis.org slash family slash gender slash what is woman slash https colon slash slash crossexamine.org slash how should the church engage those with same-sex attraction or gender dysphoria slash https colon slash slash answersingenesis.org slash charles darwin slash views of women slash greater than transformation of a transgender teen https colon slash slash answersingenesis.org slash family slash gender slash gender in culture cutting through chaos slash https colon slash slash crossexamine.org slash what the fighting over gender issues is really about slash https colon slash slash impactapologetics.com slash correct not politically correct how same-sex marriage hurts everyone updated expanded downloadable pdf slash https colon slash slash answersingenesis.org slash family slash gender slash bringing clarity confused world slash greater than why are young adults increasingly identifying as bisexual https colon slash slash answersingenesis.org slash family slash gender slash transgender regret rise slash note the two links below contain profanity but this is the reality of what people particularly young people go through https colon slash slash crossexamine.org slash confronting homosexuality in a culture of identity part one slash https colon slash slash crossexamine.org slash confronting homosexuality in a culture of identity part two slash Dash. 1. Georgia Purdom and Stacia McKeever, Crafted by God from Fertilization to Birth, Green Forest, Arkansas, Master Books, 2023, 5. 2. Douglas F. Kelly, Creation and Change, Genesis 1.1-2.4 in the Light of Changing Scientific Paradigms, Scotland, UK, Christian Focus Publications, 1997, 202. 3. Liz Abrams, What is a Woman? Answers in Genesis Online, 
https colon slash slash answersingenesis.org slash family slash gender slash what is woman slash April 1st, 2022, accessed April 10th, 2023. 4. Henry M. Morris and John D. Morris, The Modern Creation Trilogy, Volume 3, Society and Creation, Green Forest, Arkansas, Master Books, 1997, 67-68. 5. Ibid, 73. 6. Kelly, 203. 7. Ken Ham, The Lie, Evolution Slash Millions of Years, Green Forest, Arkansas, Master Books, 2012, 137-138. 8. Sarah Ekoff Zilstra, Transformation of a Transgender Teen, The Gospel Coalition Online, https colon slash slash www.thegaspellcoalition.org slash article slash transformation transgender teen slash, July 6, 2022, accessed April 10, 2023.